Hello, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you? So last week, or a few weeks ago now, I was in my Facebook group, Strictly Education and Support. Now, you may or may not be a member, and if you're not, do pop along and join. But while I was in there, I talked about imposter syndrome. Now, if you listen to it in the group, thank you very much. But did you press hashtag replay? Um, and if you didn't, here it is for you now, because I think it's a really important conversation. And the people that came in at, who happened to be online at the time and listened to me while I was live are well-established practitioners. And I think it's really important that we realize that it doesn't matter how long we've been in business, we all have imposter syndrome in one form or another. And we can have it through all of our walks of life, everything that we do. Mothers have imposter syndrome all the time because they think other mothers are better at what they do than they are themselves doing. We have imposter syndrome when we look at other people's feeds on social media. We have imposter syndrome so often in our lives. And I think this is really important conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you're listening to it for the second time, I hope you enjoy it again. Um, and if not, then pop along and listen to one of my other podcasts. So it's really wonderful having you here. And I really hope that you enjoy this podcast with me today. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. So um, when I was away at the weekend at the um, symposium, Imposter syndrome comes out all the time. And then after I delivered my talk, so I will go back to pre to my talk in a moment, but at the end of my talk, um, everyone thanked me and congratulated me. And I got a couple of video um, testimonials. And then one of them, Carly um, from Fertile Ground. So um, imposter syndrome, which is what I'm about to talk about. Um so when I was there, so Carly said, you know, she was really worried about delivering her talk and she was going to channel my, the way I talked and the way I ran around. Um, you know, so I walk and I talk and I, I keep it all going when I'm teaching um, because I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, if it, it gets dull, your mind does drift off, doesn't it? So I'm not a don't let anyone's mind drift off. Don't let anyone's mind drift off. So, but imposter syndrome it's, I don't know, Tara, you 100%, we suffer it, don't we? We've been in the business for years. And you've been in, you've been a naturopath way longer than me, even 21 years. I've only done 15. So it was at 22 now. And um, we still, we still don't believe that we're as good as we could be. And we still, we talk to each other and we discuss cases and we go through what's happening with our businesses because this is part of growing. It's part of being in business and growing and having people um, around you and with you who understand. Imposter syndrome also comes because we're surrounded by people who don't understand. And they're not just that they don't understand naturopathy, herbalism, nutrition. They don't understand who we are and what we do. They also don't understand small business. And, you know, I've been in it 15 years. Tara's been in it 21, 22 years. Yeah, it gets us all the time. Tara's saying it gets it all the time. And the thing is, you know, we've been in it a long time. We're still a small business. 
you're still a small business, even when you're turning over millions of dollars a year, if you've only got a few employees. And, uh, and I'm not turning over millions of dollars a year. I'd love to be. Oh, I'd love to be turning over millions of dollars a year. That would be very nice. Manifest, manifest. But um, I don't actually know how you manifest like that, but maybe. Um, maybe not. But the point is, we're always thinking of, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't trust myself enough. Um, that somebody else knows more than I do. I mean, Tara's about to start um, educating to practitioners in the UK on thyroid health. I mean, how amazing is that? That is incredible. I mean, my, my mentoring niche is to help people as they come out and graduate, as they, you know, um, branch out, as they make those decisions and I give them that support that they need. But at the same time, I've got the 90-day program for people who've been in business for ages and just need that, you know, that support with structure and where they're going and what they're doing and changes that they need to perhaps implement in their business. But back to where I was, imposter syndrome. Nick, imposter syndrome. No, so Nick Top works with people who suffer from anxiety. So she'll be seeing a lot more, a um, lot of people who've got imposter syndrome because we don't believe that we're good enough. So the very first, so it was about, I don't know how many years ago it was, seven or eight years ago, um, when I was thinking I need to change, my life needs to change, the way I do things need to change. I don't know how to do that. What shall I do? Where am I at? Who can I ask? And um, so my story of becoming sort of the mentor that I am is I went up to Byron Bay someone said to me we had to go to Byron Bay on holiday so I went to Byron Bay on holiday so a grain of sand cost a million dollars in Byron Bay anyhow so it wasn't the most, most expensive holidays I've ever had we stayed in a shoebox but anyway while I was there a girlfriend who was she's not now but she was one of this um in New Zealand I don't think you, like there's this CEOs of each different division so she was in head, head of marketing and um, and she was she happened to be going up to exactly the same she's going to Byron Bay as well so I met up with her and they had um, so we were staying in a shoebox we had this tiny little lounge downstairs area and locked rooms and we couldn't go anywhere and then upstairs we had two rooms and they'd locked a room I'm like hey you know it's a three-bedroom house can you unlock the room I've got two children a girl and a boy so I need more you know and, oh and then she was staying at the Peppers Resort, but she wasn't. She was staying at a house attached. So we went to the house attached and went to see where she was staying. And we walked over the moat, past the indoor fountain, past the 20-seater indoor table, past the bespoke kitchen, down the stairs into the lounge that seated 30, you know, private swimming pool out the back, all the rest of it. And I'm looking at this and then I'm like, you know, She's amazing. She's done really well. I'm congratulating her. And then she had a book there by Tara Mohair. And I picked up this book and page five said, men will just believe they know what they're doing and go out and do it. Whereas women will keep learning. They will keep doing it and keep studying before they say that they can do it. And I thought that is so me. Here's me. I've got certificates all over my walls. I've got about nine in my in my other office. I've got two offices in my other office across the hall. Um, and why have I got all those? Because I never feel I'm adequate and I've got imposter syndrome. And here it was written for me in black and white. And I knew from that moment I had to do something. 
So while I was lying on her sofa in her house, because I didn't want to go back to my shoebox that I'd rented, um, I looked online and I was like, I've got to do something. Something's got to change. And jobs came up at Endeavor. So I applied. And then they were like, oh, well, you need to send us a CV. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't actually, well, I do now because I had to have one, but I didn't have a naturopathic CV because well, I worked for myself. So it was like, well, that's weird. How do I do that? And I thought, oh, actually, I've got a YouTube video with me walking around my office explaining about the um, about Australian registered education. So I, I just sent them the link to that. I thought, well, you either want me or you don't, whatever. It doesn't matter if I don't get it. I've got my own business. And then they were like, yes, please come in, talk to us. Got a job. Then I thought I was already mentoring people. People were already contacting me because I um, run the NHAA local chapter. Obviously, I haven't in 2020. Nothing happened in 2020. But um, I'm still running it, but nothing's happening. So I was still mentoring people. I was still working with people. But then it was like, well, I need to take that next step. I need to take that next level and I need to keep going. And Ultimately, I've now created these courses and I am where I am. But all the way through and at the weekend before I presented, I had imposter syndrome the whole time. Okay, the whole time. There's no, I don't think, I, look at yourself for a moment and go, yeah, I have it. I have it even in the supermarket. Should I really be buying the expensive cheese over the cheap cheese? I always buy the expensive cheese, mind you, but... And I always have done, even when I was poor. But, you know, do I deserve that? Is it right for me to ask for that? Am I, you know, am I extending myself too much by doing those things? And I think one of the ways is acknowledging that we feel that way, acknowledging that we see that in ourselves, that we're worried. Um, I just saw a post by someone as well saying that, They've been asked to give a talk for a, um, a charitable organization. And on the one hand, yay, they've been asked to do a talk. But on the other hand, oh, they don't think they can ask them for any money. You ask what their budget is. Simple as that. And then if it's well below, if it's at resentment level, then you say, I'm really sorry, I can't work for that. You know, I need, this is my lowest rate. But lots of charities have money. They employ people. Charities employ people. They're big organizations. They're not little organizations, they're big organizations. And even when they're not, everything's tax deductible and they have money going. So don't, don't ever undersell yourself. Sometimes we have to negotiate in a different way. All right. We all get imposter syndrome. We all have to negotiate in different ways. And we all have to look outside the square sometimes to realize that we're underselling ourselves. So when I was up there on Port Douglas, you know, I looked at her and I thought, you and I, we are exactly the same age. I went to a better school than you did, in a better suburb than you did. Um, so I had all of the opportunities, same parenting. They were like, she's like my sister. Her parents, I would call them uncle and auntie. She called my parents uncle and auntie. Absolutely together the whole time. But we both had everything. And here she is. CEO, good on her. She's amazing. Love her to bits. But why, why am I underselling myself? Why are you underselling yourselves? We are worth what, you know, look around and realize that you are worth what you're worth and you're worth more than what you think you're worth. Okay. So that is gospel according to Geraldine. Um, 
But I just thought I just needed to come in and say and give you the thumbs up that you now have the qualification. You now have what it takes to get where you are. And we all have bumps in the road. We all have some massive bumps in the road for some people. We all have bumps in the road and we all want to segue and we all want to change. And there is a time to change. I'm doing way more mentoring than I am seeing clients, but I've been seeing people for 30 years. I've been looking after people for 30 years. I think I need a little bit of downtime on it and I've massively reduced my capacity to see new clients. But you guys, you're at the start. It's exciting, but it's scary. It's not scary for me anymore. You know, the best thing that happens to me when I see a client is I don't know anything about them before I see them. So I've got to start from scratch. Now, and everybody's, oh, my intake form, this, that, and the other thing. I don't even read their intake form until five minutes before they arrive because I want to be excited by it because I'm not feeling that excitement anymore because I've done it. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Boy, have I got the T-shirt. I've got rags after 30 years but we all still have imposter syndrome, all right? We all have it. Don't think, don't think people haven't. When you look at your mentors, look at them and go, well, how long have you been in the business? I did Tara's course. Of course I did. 21 years as, you know, as a naturopath. And then the last six or eight of them, you know, thyroid, thyroid, of course I've done her course. You know, what are the people doing? Who are these people that you're following? Make sure they know their staff. They've been doing it. They've been around. We've, we've been around the tracks. Gosh, haven't we? But we still have imposter syndrome. It is. It's a case of what is it that's holding you back? And what is it that's giving you imposter syndrome? All right. Now, I'm going to have to go because my cat is howling at the door. I think maybe I've got my hypnosis voice coming on a bit um, because he likes to be, yeah, he likes to be around. But we've got the Graduate Mastery Program coming up. We've got lots of things coming up and I've got the Academy is open to hit stores again. So um, I would love to see more of all of you. And if you're watching on the replay, please say hello. So I'm going to go now. So um, I can start. Oh, he put his paw under the door, which actually means that my door really doesn't connect to the floor if there's enough space for a paw to go under it. But there we go. Cute. Time to go. Um, just remember, you are so worth it. All right. What you know is beyond what anyone else knows. We're in natural therapies. We are um, very unique in what we do. And we fill a niche in the market. We have to choose our niche as well, but we fill a niche in the market that's very underserved. And so finding your niche, which we help you out with the, in the academy, will help you be able to serve everyone else. Oh, my cat, yeah. <laughs> cat face. He is actually, he's a ginger tom. He is, um, he weighs nine kilos. His legs, are, he's definitely a foot high. He looks like a small dog. He's huge. So I'm going to go now because I have to go and rescue my cat who obviously feels that I am not doing enough for him. Um, and look after yourselves. And remember, we're all in the same boat and we're all getting there all of the time. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. 
Bye for now.